This is a Soulfire production. I have been beyond excited to release today's interview because it's with someone who has truly changed my life. Today, I am chatting with Mo from Heal Thy Goddess. If you follow me on social media, I'm sure you have seen me post about her. Mo is a holistic aesthetician who also is licensed as a massage therapist and a holistic health practitioner, and she has a background in traditional Chinese medicine. She specializes in facial massage and using a holistic approach and hands-on techniques to get people results instead of machines, so using massage, gua sha, and reflexology. And she is the person who got me obsessed with lymphatic drainage. She runs her own spa, Heal Thy Goddess Beauty and Healing Collective here in San Diego. And she also trains other professionals in her facial sculpting massage techniques, which are out of this world, next level. I have gotten a lot of facials and lymphatic drainage treatments over the years, and there just is truly nobody like her. I have been working with Mo consistently for over a year for a while, and it's crazy. I like look like a different person after I see her. It puts my body fully in parasympathetic, and I've talked about lymphatic drainage a lot on the show. I'm obsessed with it. It is wild to me how much just gets stuck, and I mean, it just still blows my mind. I look like a different person before and after a lymphatic drainage treatment, and the first time she did an intraoral massage on me, I never had that before. It's like a massage inside your mouth. And she was breaking apart all of this stuff in my cheeks. And I was so sore. And I'm like, holy shit, we really store a lot of stuff there. And for me, it's really interesting because, and we talk about this in the episode, there's such a clear connection between, you know, where we're storing tension in the body and then our emotions and stuck energy. And I have found this to be one of my favorite ways to move energy in the body and open things up. We talk about how this really helps open the throat chakra, for example. And I've definitely noticed that emotional release that can come with it in my own life. So I really wanted to have Mo come on to talk about lymphatic drainage, talk about gua sha, to talk about holistic skincare and different myths out there. We talk about astrology. What I love about her is every time I go in for a session, I just learn so much about astrology from her. You'll notice it as... (laughs) as we go through this episode. And I know that a lot of you had a lot of questions around this. A ton of people sent in questions when I mentioned on Instagram, I was having her on the show. So I know you guys are going to enjoy this. And Mo is just somebody who has been so important for for me in my own life. And I'm really particular about the practitioners and healers I work with. And she is just the best of the best. So if you're in San Diego, you definitely need to try and get on her schedule, book in advance. If you're not in San Diego, you can still learn from her. Check her out on Instagram at heal.thygoddess. Her website is healthygoddess.co. She has a ton of really helpful education. And again, I really don't know anybody who is like her or does anything like this. So can't wait to hear what you think. And let's go ahead and dive into this episode. How do you shift from out of alignment to flow? How do you create a life where you are constantly manifesting without even trying? Synchronicities are everywhere and life feels magical. If you're feeling not good in any way, that's a sign that you're out of alignment because you are naturally a high frequency being and indicators like frustration, sadness, depression, anxiety, resentment, bitterness, physical health issues. Those are all telling you something is out of alignment. 
When people ask me how I manifest things so quickly, when they ask me how I opened up my intuitive gifts, how I built my confidence, how I healed from multiple chronic illnesses, how I overcame severe depression and anxiety, how I built the career that I've built, how I have attracted in the type of relationships I have. It's been frequency work, which is daily energy work, which is what I call spiritual fitness. So I created the Channel Collective membership so that you have all of the tools you need for your daily spiritual fitness all in one place. We like to make miracles the norm in the Channel Collective. And one of my favorite things about this membership is hearing all the stories of what people are manifesting because it blows even my mind. We've had people manifest in checks for hundreds of thousands of dollars, even for millions. I'm not joking. People are manifesting in their dream car, their ideal life partner, getting pregnant when they've been told they're infertile, healing from chronic illness. It is truly magical. And that happens for them because they create (laughs) that transformation by showing up consistently for themselves and listening to their intuition. So in the Channel Collective, you get access to an ever-growing library of meditations, channeled messages, and different lessons from me on all things related to manifestation, brain rewiring, developing your intuition, 5D relationships, 5D health and nutrition. We cover all kinds of topics and I outline daily rituals for your own personal energy work, how to clear your energy field, balance your chakras, set up energetic protection. I map out exactly what you can do. So if you want a foundation to start from, it's right there. Daily rituals plus weekly schedules as to which content to dive into. So you are continuously expanding your consciousness and raising your vibration. Plus we have monthly Q&A calls and monthly high 70 energy healing sessions. Between channeled messages delivered right to your inbox, the huge library of channeled messages and daily guidance from spirit, meditations, it's your one-stop shop for all things spiritual growth and personal development. Show up to this every day for 10 to 15 minutes and your entire life will change. So if you want in on the channel collective, just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership. You can find all of the information there and choose to step in to the container if it does call to you. Again, that is christinathechannel.com slash membership and I can't wait to see you inside. All right, so the first question I have for you is, how do you like to start your day? Um, how I would like to start my day and how I actually start my day are two different things. (laughs) As you know, I have a toddler, so I'm pretty much on, um, her schedule. I'm at her mercy. Um, but we (laughs) both sleep. So it's really cute. She'll wake me up in the morning sometimes and she'll just like, she'll pet my face and she'll say, mama, or she'll like give me a kiss. And it's like the cutest thing to like wake up to. Um, and then I do mom things like straight from the jump, (laughs) um, change her diaper, get her fed, get her a bottle, all that. Um, and then when I take a shower, that's like my like alone time in the morning to like, just kind of like clear my energy and all of that kind of like set an intention for the day, or just like, think about like what, like my main focus is. And, um, And then I will like grab a matcha or something and then run out the door. So I'm not the best with my morning rituals, but my nighttime rituals is when baby's asleep. So I have like way more time to like, you know, do all the things like um, journal or, you know, pull some cards, reflect, um, take a bath, things like that. 
but so yeah, in the morning, it's just a mad dash out the door. So that's how I start my day. Um, if I'm uh, working that day, and then if I'm um, not seeing any clients that day, then I will try to just, you know, get up, go to drop her off at daycare, go to the gym, do my thing. And that's like my nice little like self-care alone time working out. <laughs> Love it. No, I think that's super helpful for people because especially, you know, parents listening or moms listening, I think there's a lot of unrealistic expectations of like, I mean, I don't have kids or anybody to take care of. And I'm like, if I try to fit all of this stuff in my morning routine, it, it would be six hours that everybody's talking about doing. And that's not even realistic, you know, for someone like me who probably has the most flexibility with my schedule of anybody. So I think it's super helpful, like to hear that, uh, because it's life, right? Right. Yeah. Like I said, like I have more time when she's asleep at night to do my whole thing, but in, in the morning, it's just, yeah, like I'm just keeping it real, being realistic. That's what we love it. <laughs> we love to keep it real. Okay. Next is what is a product you're really into right now? So it could be skincare. It could be food. It could be a supplement. It could be a health pack or whatever. It could be a book. Yeah. Um, so I just started carrying agent Natur. I don't know if I you saw ever that. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that line and all of their products and everything. Like I loved it before, but ever since I started carrying it and like really using like everything I've been lately obsessed with their cleanser. They have a lactic acid cleanser. Um, which I just love lactic acid for like all of skin types like me, cause it helps with like brightening the skin tone, um, hyperpigmentation helps with like, um, acne breakout skin texture and all that. And it's not like overly sensitizing, um, my skin to the sun or anything. Um, so that's one thing that I've been really loving and it's super gentle. So love that. Yeah. I haven't actually, I feel like everybody talks about that line, but I haven't used it. I just have been using what you told me to use. So. <laughs> That's a good start. I mean, if I had that when you were here, then I would have, I would have, mm. yeah, got you some. Well, maybe, maybe next time I can next try. Time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love it. And then next is, here we go. Astrology and human design. I know you're not as into human design, but you're all mm. up in the astrology. So what, what can you give us? about what your, what's your sun, your moon, oh, your rising. My, oh, my stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, my sun is Scorpio. My moon is cancer. My rising is Pisces. Um, so I have a grand water trine, which is pretty unique about like one in like 500 people will have, um, like a grand trine in a single element. Mm-hmm. So it's, it used to be traditionally known as like a unfavorable, um, aspect to have because they say like it can make a person lazy, but actually it's because the energy is so fluid. Mm -hmm. It can be like a really great strength, but it's like, almost like things can happen like easily or like slowly, because if, if the native is like using, you know, um, that gift or not. Um, and then as far as my human design, um, my human design, I know I'm a generator. I don't remember if I'm a manifesting generator or just a generator. It's the one that's like, it's like 80% of people. Yeah. Generator probably. Yeah. Generator. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a yeah. generator. I think it's like, um, splenic gen. Mm. Does that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know your profile? 
Do you have a two in your profile? Do you I remember? think I'm like two, four or something. Yeah, you're probably, I'm a two, four. Oh. Uh, so it makes sense. I, I tend to attract twos or like, I just get along with twos because it's sort of like we were talking about if, when you have a second line, you, you know, you need that hermit energy. That's the hermit. So mm-hmm. what we were talking about before with like travel and I'm like, I can't travel with people unless they give yeah. me space. <laughs> so right. I feel like yeah. you're the same. <laughs> so yeah, totally. I, I know. I don't even remember what that means, but I just remember like those specifics. Of- yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Well, and, and with your astrology, because it's interesting hearing you, you know, talk about like, Oh, the morning's busy, but it's like, your energy is just so like balanced, calm, even killed. It's like flow, you know, it's so all of the water makes, makes yeah. total sense. And I think also just for anyone who's listening, who's more in the entrepreneurship space, which a lot of people are, it's really important to me to kind of give different examples of how you can do it your way. Right. And I feel like your energy is very, not like hustle grind. It's like flow. It's just like divinely led flow. And people feel that when they come to you, you know, that's like part of, I feel like how you create one of the reasons, like one of the ways that you're creating a sacred space. Mm -hmm. It's like that energy. Thank you. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's funny that you say that. Like one of my friends, like we had hung out and like, we hadn't seen each other for a while. And she's like, wow, you're just so like watery, just so fluid. I just feel so chill around you. (laughs) Yeah, you do. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm, I'm all water pretty much like in my chart. Like I have, I have a stellium also in the eighth house in Scorpio. So, um, I have, um, six placements in Scorpio. So it's a lot of water going on. (laughs) We love it. I, I want to talk about yeah. Cause you, you have such an interesting like background to me. And so I want to hear about like how you got so into astrology and like, because you know, when I'm getting my facials, I feel like we're just always talking about astrology I know. Uh, <laughs> and, and I want to hear about that. And then kind of like how that connects with your work as an esthetician and massage. Can you like dive yeah. into all that? Um, I think it just kind of I feel like it just came about very like naturally. I'm trying to think of like where it even started, but I even remember like when I was like eight or something, my aunt gifted me like this like Scorpio necklace. And I was like, ooh, like I thought <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, and then fast forward when I was in massage school, um, that was kind of when I was like introduced to the whole world of holistic health, alternative medicine, um, you know, all of that stuff. And naturally, like when you're just kind of running in those kinds of circles, people are like, what sign are you, you know? And, um, I, and then of course I'm a Scorpio. So then I was like, oh, I want to like learn more about being a Scorpio. So then I would just kind of, you know, like read about things online or like following different pages on Instagram. And then, um, during one point, I think it was after I had finished massage school, I had, um, acquired a mentor of sorts. Um, I don't know, like what you call it. He was kind of like a psychic mentor. Like he helped me with like developing my gifts a little bit more and, um, like how to like meditate and like, just like how to access like different like frequencies and such. And so he was like my astrology teacher. 
Um, so the one thing he told me first was like the best way to learn astrology is to learn your own chart inside and out. And then you can branch off into learning more about, you know, the different signs or, you know, different charts, different aspects, different houses, all of that. Um, and so it just began like my self-study and, um, as with anything that kind of gives you more insight into yourself, I felt like I was just like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Like, oh, this is why I'm like this, you know? (laughs) Um, and so I just like kept studying and then sure enough, like, you know, with my friends, I, I like continually like keep this like mental, like Rolodex of all my friends of like their big three, you know? Um, I mean, obviously like there's apps where you can like keep track of, you know, your friends charts and stuff, but, um, I'll just kind of like take notes of like, oh, okay. Like so-and-so is a Virgo. And so is this person, like, this is what they have in common, you know? And then also like with, um, with clients, like, you know, I have an intake form, you know, I have people put down their birthday, which little do they know it's more for my (laughs) woo-woo stuff. (laughs) Um, and so then I'll know like, okay, like so-and-so is coming in, she's a Libra, you know? And so then I'll just kind of like make those connections about like the different, um, like conversational topics, um, that we'll have, um, during a session or like the different themes that come up for them, like in their life in regards to their family or relationships and such. So it's a, it's kind of like my clients are kind of, um, almost like more research for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then also I'm kind of able to like help them sometimes too. And like, um, maybe like they're just kind of struggling with like incorporating like more self-care into like their lifestyle. And I'm like, okay, well, like you're a fire sign. So like maybe like get outside in the sun, like go exercise, you know, do something like that. Um, so I'm able to kind of like help them in that regard. Um, but otherwise like with the skincare stuff, it doesn't really have too much to do with it. (laughs) Well, I was wondering if you had noticed any correlation between astrology and what's showing up in people's bodies, because I've been thinking about this a lot with, I have a lot of fire. I mean, I have like no earth in my chart, right? I have a lot of fire Mm -hmm. and I feel like for me, anything that's overly heating just makes me more inflamed. And so just to balance it out, I have noticed like the more I focus on cooling things, the better I feel. And I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if there's any connection between different, you know, signs and astrology or just different elements and like even areas, uh, that you're noticing there's more tension or inflammation or anything. Have you noticed anything like that? Definitely. Like I notice, um, like it'll be like water signs or like particularly like Pisces that are like more prone to like anxiety. And then I feel like anxiety is like so closely linked to like acne skin conditions and stuff. Um, but I haven't like noticed like anything too like like super specific, but Mm -hmm. like, even like with you, like sometimes like, I'll just like, um, I'll take like astrology out of it. And like, I'll think about like, um, like the Ayurvedic, um, doshas, you know, and I think about you and like, in my opinion, I think you're very, uh, Pitta. Do you Mm -hmm. feel like you are? Yeah. 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 So I'll even just kind of like consider people from like that lens to like, okay, this person's more Vata, like they need to focus more on like grounding and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's kind of a little bit easier for me to like narrow things down because also with astrology, it's like, 
even if you just know like somebody's big three, it's still like so much more in depth because it also depends like what, you know, what house is their son in? And, you know, maybe somebody is like an air sign, but they're like fire dominant, you know? So like, you just never know like the little nuances going on in somebody's astrology chart. And typically most people only know like their sun sign, not all three of their signs. So it's kind of almost a little bit hard to like, try to configure sometimes, um, just, like looking at things just through that scope. Totally. It's funny. Cause I was thinking about how, so for me, I know that people will always bring other people up to me because they're trying to, they, they want me to have a read on that person. Does that make sense? So the other day, my friend's like, oh, I'm dating this guy. Here's a picture of him. I'm like, oh, he's cute. She's like, anything else? <laughs> right. She's like trying to get me to read, uh, to read him. And I was mm. real. And I was thinking about this and I was like, I low key do that with you where I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm talking to this person and like, this is his birthday. And cause you just spit out information on, Oh, like, you know, guys who are <laughs> Scorpio yeah. Venus do this. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I feel like I get this little mini astrology lesson. <laughs> I'll talk about it to anybody who will listen. Honestly, I love it. It's, it's I so love good. to talk about astrology. So, yeah. Oh my God. So funny. Well, let's talk about like how, why did you choose to specialize in lymphatic drainage and that's in that side of things? Because I mean, I've never had any type of experience with an esthetician like I have with, with you. And I think that, you know, a lot of people are getting more interested in lymphatic drainage and it's like totally changed my life, but what you do is so unique. And I want to hear about, you know, how you got down that path and why, why you specialize in that. Yeah. So, um, I originally became an esthetician, um, almost 10 years ago. And as I was like in the aesthetics world, I just kind of felt like, I don't know if this is for me, you know, I couldn't really like find, like my thing, like nothing like was particularly exciting for me. Um, and I found myself just kind of like working at this like waxing salon. I didn't really love it, um, but they did facials there too. And um, I, you know, most of the girls that were working there, they didn't like doing facials. They wanted to do waxing and I was the opposite. So I was like, give me all the facials, like I'll do it. And so then um, over time, my clients would just kind of like rave about my sense of touch. And then I thought, you know, maybe like this isn't like my thing. Maybe I should go into massage therapy and maybe that'll be like more of like my style. And then, you know, like I mentioned, that's when, you know, when I went to massage school was when I just kind of like fell in love with the whole world of holistic health, Chinese medicine, all of that. And, um, so I studied massage therapy, um, which was 500 hours here in California. And then I continued on to study an additional 1000 hours, um, to be a holistic health practitioner. So, um, with that program, I majored in herbalism, Qigong and yoga. And then after that, I decided I wanted to continue on. And like, I was like, forget being an esthetician, forget even being a massage therapist. I was like, I want to be an acupuncturist. So then I went to school for acupuncture and, um, I was in my first year at Pacific college of oriental medicine. And, um, I was dealing with some really like serious health issues during the time. And, um, I was pretty much just like burning myself out, like, um, overworking, like I was working every day that, um, I wasn't at school. So it was like school, work, school, work. And so then I just decided to take a break from school to heal myself um, because my health was just 
in such a bad place. And I just was like, how could I be in this world of holistic health, but yet be so unhealthy? So I took a break and then that's when it kind of had like this epiphany and I saw like this like white space, like I personally would have loved to, you know, go see an esthetician who offered only organic, you know, uh, facials or treatments, like forget about like the gua sha, lymphatic drainage and all of that. Um, I was just like, I would love to just get an organic treatment. And so Um, that's when it just kind of sparked. And I was like, okay, like, let me pursue doing this. Let me like combine everything that I had learned from, um, my holistic studies and combine that with being an esthetician and we'll just, you know, figure it out because this feels like more of like a true expression of me and who I am and what I have to offer the world. Um, because you know, when it was like, when I was just like a regular esthetician, like doing a peel on somebody's face, like wasn't very, like that didn't light me up. I wasn't like excited to make somebody's face burn off, you know? (laughs) So, um, then it was like one thing led to another. And I was, um, working at this place where, um, I had met this woman, um, Lauren Everts. She just came in on a whim and she was like, Hey, do you know how to do lymphatic drainage? And I was like, huh, that's kind of a weird request, but like, yeah, I do. And she's like, yeah, I need that. Can you do that to me? I was like, okay, sure. And then after like, she got up after our session, she's like, I'm coming back next week. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? Like, you really don't need to, you know? I think it might be a little bit of overkill, you know? And she was like, no, she was like, this was the most amazing facial I've ever had. She's like, I've been all around the world. I've never experienced anything like this. And I was like, okay, you know? And then, um, when she came in the next week, I saw like her face was just like so puffy and I couldn't believe it. And she told me about her history with having had like a double jaw surgery and all of that. So her lymph was impacted from you know, having a serious facial surgery. That's kind of like when it started was Lauren Everts would just come in and I would do, you know, facial massage on her, you know, then she kind of started sharing about me. And then soon enough, it was like, I was like the lymph girl. And through doing that too, like I was able to see that I was getting really great results with clients um, in regards to um, puffiness or muscle tone. So then maybe after meeting her, maybe like six months later, then I ended ended up opening up my own practice. Things just kind of like fell into place very harmoniously. Um, I didn't like initially ever like set out to be like, oh, I want to do lymphatic drainage. It just kind of happened. Um, And it was like one of the many tools I have in my toolbox, you know? Um, And, but like I said, since I've started my practice and I've been able to um, just practice more hands-on modalities with clients, I've been able to um, achieve results with people. I've been able to help people that are post-surgery, cancer patients, um, or just, you know, like regular people like you and I, who just feel like they just look a little puppy. (laughs) No matter how old I get, When summer rolls around, especially here in sunny San Diego, I really just crave some fruit punch. Am I the only person? I don't think I am. And I definitely would never put Kool-Aid in my body. I don't even know what that powder was made out of. But thankfully, Organifi Red Juice exists. It tastes so good. I actually can't get over it. 
and it's filled with superfoods and designed to give you an instant energy boost, no caffeine necessary, and just one gram of naturally occurring sugar. All you do is put a scoop in plain water and mix it up and you're good to go. No blender needed. Just mix it with a straw or a spoon. I love to take this in the afternoon or before a workout to just give me that natural energy boost. And some of the main ingredients are beets, which are great for improving blood flow, supporting healthy blood pressure levels, and improving exercise performance. There's also acai, which has 10 times the antioxidants of most fruits. Cordyceps, a medicinal mushroom known for its incredibly strong adaptogenic qualities and its natural energy boosting properties and Siberian ginseng, an adaptogen that is known to support hormone balance and increase mental alertness and acuity. I actually can't wrap my brain around how it tastes so good. It tastes like a superfood berry punch, 100% USDA certified organic, jam-packed with superfoods and health benefits and legit the best drink for summer. So if you want to try out Organifi Red Juice, Green Juice, Gold, Harmony, any of their incredible products that I live, breathe, bleed. Just go to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. You really can't go wrong, so stock that card up. And definitely tag me on Instagram next time you are drinking your red juice. Well, first of all, what I'll say is I think it's so, I think, I think Lauren is how I originally found you because I think she, I remember Probably. her, yeah, her, her, finds it. her <laughs> posting about me or posting about you. And then I think I like saved your information. I don't know that I lived in San Diego at the time when I saw it, but I was like, oh, that looks so cool. And then I wanted to come in and see you, but I don't think you had, when I moved here, but I don't think you had any openings. And then And then I was looking for my own place, my own office. And then my friend was like, oh, I think Mo's leaving hers. And then I reached out (laughs) to you. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And what was crazy. I don't know if I told you this, but like your space was exactly what I had been seeing in my meditations. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, and it's very specific, right? The way that you like had created that space, designed it. And I was like, holy shit, this is it. And then the landlord was too sketch. So <laughs> it's just, it yeah. just a no, but then, and then, yeah. And then I started seeing you and then I told you it's crazy because Lauren and Michael were the first podcast I ever, or the first guests I ever had on this podcast really seven years ago. Yeah. Oh, like when yeah. I was, when I was a child, right. When I was like basically a fetus, uh, <laughs> but it's just so like crazy how that comes full circle. Um, and Lauren was so I'm just bringing it all the way back. All of my really bad health issues started uh, one night when I was here in San Diego, like on vacation at Yogurt on the Rocks, and I got yogurt and it triggered like parasitic infection and everything went downhill from there. Um, and that night I was up all night, violently ill, and I was soothing myself by just reading Lauren's book again and again and again. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, what a full circle moment. Yeah, <laughs> so wow. funny. But, you know, a lymphatic drainage is such a big topic, I feel like, in my space right now, because so many people who listen to the show have some type of history connected to their health, right? I mean, for so many people, it's like a health crisis that kind of wakes them up and uh, pushes them to connect with themselves and their spirituality more. Uh, and just with my history as an NTP. And I think a lot of people are realizing that like 
or at least for me, I feel like a lot of what I learned in school was backwards and they never taught us that much about drainage. And I'm like, that's the, that's the most important thing, you know? So can you talk about like, I think a lot of people don't even understand like, like what is, uh, like lymphatic drainage. What's the difference between a lymphatic massage and, and a regular massage? What, what is even going on? Why is this important? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of a little bit of a buzzword right now too. And it's almost like anywhere we'll say like they do lymphatic drainage, but it's like not really lymphatic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of tricky to like navigate like as a consumer. Right. But, um, just to kind of give you like the gist about lymphatic drainage, uh, your lymphatic system is um, a part of your immune system. It um, is a whole network of lymphatic pathways and lymph nodes. And it also drains through um, like your spleen and basically like you'll sweat out lymph or you'll pee out lymph or you'll also excrete it as well. So it's just like released through normal bodily functions. Um, what it does is it carries away toxins from the bloodstream. Um, so uh, like I said, it's a part of the immune system. Um, it's twice as extensive as your, um, circulatory system. So the main difference though, is like your circulatory system has like your heart constantly pumping, moving blood without you even needing to think about it but your lymphatic system doesn't have a pump of its own. So it relies on us to basically make healthy lifestyle choices, um, like exercise, eating right, um, not inundating our body with toxicity to be flowing and moving. In terms of like its relation to beauty is sometimes people can get these skin conditions um, like acne, um, or unexplained like inflammation and such because of a buildup or a pooling almost of lymph. Um, we have a third of our body's lymph nodes in our neck right here. And, um, if you think about it, like your neck is like the pedestal for your face. So if you, um, if your lymph isn't in good health, then it can, you know, uh, cause like, just like a backup of lymph to accumulate in your cheeks, in your jaw, in your face, under your eyes. So that's why the massage is so helpful for helping to um, clear out any of that stagnation, um, release muscular tension, um, and just get it all flowing because we have um, our beautiful fat pads here on our cheeks. It's just like a really like easy place for our body to store lymph because it's the fat. So that's why a lot of people will complain about just having like this fluid retention in their face. And so that's why, um, massage is so helpful for that, but it has to be very intentional, um, you know, with clearing out, like if you're, you know, we've had so many sessions together, but if you notice, like, I'm always like clearing out, like I'll do like the chest and the back of the shoulders and the neck and all of that before I even get to the face. You know, sometimes people just assume like lymphatic drainage on the face, like, let me just go straight to the face, but actually it's a whole like vast network. So you have to like work on clearing like the different channels and pathways first. So if you just like work on only the face, then you're just going to move around a bunch of fluid there and it's just going to get stuck. And so then that's how come some people 
will um, maybe get, you know, a, a lymphatic massage at maybe a random place that they've never tried before or something. And um, they'll get like headaches or something. It'll be like from like detoxing almost um, from just like the fluids just being like trapped in their face. I, I think that this is really connected to, cause I wanted to ask about gua sha and yeah. I feel like most people are doing it wrong. Cause I asked you, I was like looking up things on Pinterest and I'm like, this is for sure wrong. And so I asked you <laughs> and it was, it was like the wrong direction. And so does that end up happening for people? Like with, like if they're gua, if they're doing gua sha and are they just, move, are a lot of people just moving around fluid? Yeah, exactly. So a lot of times when my clients ask me, like, how do I do gua sha? I'm like, forget about even using it on your face. Just do it on your neck. Like, mm. All you have to do is just go down on the neck. Um, and that will help clear all of this stuff. So that way your face can, it'll all flow down through the neck and chest and everything. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like misinformation. I'm sure like you see this just like, you know, with like the whole like new age spirituality, like world, like people are just kind of, it's like the blind leading the blind sometimes. And, <laughs> um, there's just misinformation out there because it's become so popular, you know? Um, but yeah, that's the main thing that I'll tell my clients, um, is, and I try to do like tutorials and stuff, but I'm like, I, I need to get better about doing that for you guys. Yeah, you have good stuff on your Instagram. So, I mean, yeah. all of your links and everything will be in the in the show notes so people can go to your Instagram and look at the different diagrams and stuff. Um, but I want you to talk about this this massage you do, yeah. <laughs> the cheek massage. Yeah. <laughs> because like the first time you did that, I think I cried. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm always like, tell me if it's too much pressure. I know, and but I love the pain. Says anything, and then and then after like seeing me for the first time, they'll be like, I was really sore. Like it really. Yeah. Hurt. I'm like, you're supposed <laughs> to tell me if it hurts. Well, because I always feel like I feel like this when I get a massage. Like you know, they'll be like, tell me if it's too much. But when it's when it hurts, I'm like, that's you got to get in there. Like just yeah. <laughs> move through the pain. So and it helps a lot. It uh -huh. helps a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, so the massage that I do, it's called an intraoral buccal massage. Um, I put gloves on, I go through the inside of the mouth. I massage the buccal fat pads, um, the buccinator, the masseter, um, the lateral pterygoids, you know, just some, uh, inner workings of the muscles of the inside of the mouth. And what that does is it helps again, move any stagnant lymph or fluids or pockets of lymph, um, helps get them kind of just unstuck, moves them around. Um, also helps with releasing the tension of the masseter or a TMJ. So it's really helpful for people who clench or grind their teeth. Um, and then also it, uh, with it kind of like alleviating the tension in the jaw, it'll, um, begin to like slowly contour the jawline a little bit more as well. You know, cause some women will complain about like having like too strong of a jawline or like maybe not enough of a jawline. Um, so it's helpful for that. Um, and then also something that not a lot of people know is that your, um, your hips and your jaw are very closely connected. And, um, it's actually been 
proven scientifically recently that they're connected via the vagus nerve. And so that will also doing the intraoral massage will also help with um, releasing tension from the hips. And so people who have hip problems will um, benefit from doing uh, intraoral buccal massage as well. And I'll, I'll notice it sometimes too, when some people have like an imbalance, like maybe their jaw like pulls to one side or like maybe one side is tighter and one side is looser. Um, nine times out of 10, their hips will also mirror that same thing. So yeah, it's great in terms of beauty, um, detoxing, um, sculpting, you know, the facial contours, um, pronouncing the cheekbones, um, and just toning the, um, facial muscles. It's just like how we go to the gym, we exercise, we use our muscles over and over. It's important that we do the same for our face to help with keeping things, you know, lifted tight <laughs> um, and everything because actually the facial muscles are unique in the sense that they will layer one on top of another. They don't necessarily like connect straight to like bone. I believe we have like 43 facial muscles or something and only 20 of them connect like right on the skull. The rest are just floating on top of each other. So when one muscle will start to atrophy, it won't just be with the one muscle, it'll be like the whole group. So um, that's why facial massage is so beneficial. So it's like a natural um, way of preventing um, fine lines, wrinkles, um, you know, sagginess, jowls, all that stuff. Gotta work out your face. Well, yeah. uh, besides just like not stimulating this area, what are other reasons why we're storing stuff there? Like, is there, are there emotional <laughs> pieces to this? Yeah, I'm... So the jaw is also connected to the throat chakra. So a lot of times um, it'll be like some sort of just throat chakra blockage, like not speaking your truth or not voicing your needs um, or just like not being true to yourself um, and vocalizing that. Um, I notice this happens like a lot with um just women in general sometimes are just like afraid of like sharing their feelings or like sharing how they really feel about something because it's almost like, well, they feel like they can't share it because if they do, it's like not appropriate maybe, or like it'll just lead to more problems. But so then people will hold on to it, but it's like at their own detriment to where then it's like, they're like, I'm grinding in my sleep and I've been grinding my teeth for 10 years, you know? <laughs> and they're just like hanging on to this stuff. And so a lot of times I'll tell clients like, um, it could be, you know, a healthy practice to like journal, write these things out or like, you know, put it down on paper, rip it up, burn the paper or something, you know, do some sort of like cathartic exercise like that. Um, because otherwise it's like, we're just stuck on these words that are just like ruminating over and over in our, in our head. And it's just taking up so much like, um, space for us energetically. Um, but that's typically what it has to do with is the throat chakra, but it does also have to do with root chakra as well. Because like I said, your hips are very closely connected to your jaw. 
And so what I do notice is sometimes women who have had a past of maybe sexual violence or sexual trauma or anything like that, they will have a lot stored in their jaw. So sometimes, um, you know, people will like cry after a session um, or they'll just have like a major release where they just feel like really happy. People respond differently to, you know, the triggers of the massage that's another thing that it has to do with as well. So it can help um, individuals with kind of like processing that trauma. Um, but I always, you know, suggest, like I said, like journaling, just like to get it out because sometimes you don't realize like what you're going through or like what is, you know, a recurring theme for you until like you really like sit with yourself and like get it out on paper. I am so excited to announce that my new book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe is officially available for purchase right now. This book is a really comprehensive guide to manifestation and how the energetics of attraction really work. It is the perfect resource if you are ready to really learn how to raise your frequency, become truly magnetic, and make manifestation your lifestyle. If you really want to understand how manifestation works, I highly recommend checking out this book. The book is a completely channeled text and is super activating, so only get your hands on it if you are ready to truly shift your life. As always, I am so grateful for all of your support during this launch. The way that this community has supported me, it truly, truly means the world, and I really couldn't have done this without you, so thank you so much for that. And as an extra thank you for anybody who leaves a review for the book on Amazon, you can submit that at manifestationmasterybook.com and get a free bonus chapter that goes along with the book that no one else has access to. So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on this book, Manifestation Mastery, and if you want that free bonus chapter, just head to manifestationmasterybook.com and you can find all of the information there. You can head straight to Amazon to find the book as well. When you get it, be sure to tag me on social media at Christina the channel so that I can see that you're reading it. I can see which parts you are loving and I can repost you and say thank you so much for supporting me with this book. And if it does resonate with you, tell everybody you know. Let's spread the love. Let's spread the high vibes, all of the manifestation magic. That is my goal with this book. So again, all information you can find at manifestationmasterybook.com. And I can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Totally. I mean, that was for sure at play for me. I think I had told you, like I noticed I was clenching really bad. And then my dentist, I was having issues with my teeth and then my teeth, my the enamel was breaking down because I was clenching so hard. And it was like a new thing for me. And then they said like, you know, to see what I could do in terms of other modalities to like relieve the tension. And obviously working with you helped a lot, but you had like brought that up to me. And I realized that was also overlapping with the time where I was in certain relationships where I was really not speaking my truth. And I remember I did a big emotional release. And then the next time we chatted, you made a comment. You're like, oh, you feel, it feels way better in there. Mm -hmm. So it really, it really does help to break it up. Right. But then also vice versa of like you doing that massage, like moves the energy out of the physical body. So then it's like, oh, now I'm open to getting it out emotionally. Exactly. And I think that's the cool thing is, um, we're able to like 
see progress or like changes over time with it as well. Cause like the first time it's like, we're working through so much like gunk, you know? Cause it's like, when was the last time your mouth was massaged yeah. internally, you know? And so then once we like work through like that initial like gunk, then after that, it's like, what's recurring. And so sometimes I notice it like with my weekly or monthly clients, like, Oh, like you're a little bit tighter. Like what's going on? Like, I remember I had a client, she's like, Oh yeah. Like I've been fighting with my dad recently, you know? And I'm like, okay, that's why I feel like it's all tight up in here. I'm so our physical body can just, you know, give us cues to what's going on on a emotional or spiritual state as well. Um, Yeah. book the body keeps score right (laughs) (laughs) 100 uh i mean i really believe like with it's all energy work right so like all the different ways to like move the energy out and through which i think for a lot of people because the lymphatic system needs like you said the the heart will pump the circulatory system essentially but we have to like manipulate the lymphatic system so we have to do things to help it move so in terms of like things at home what are some of the best things people can do. Cause I think there's a lot of stuff out there and people get overwhelmed. Like what's actually effective between like ice rolling, dry brushing, washa, jade rolling, I don't know, a vibration plate. Like there's all kinds of things. What, what do you think is the most effective for people? Well, I'll say it's all going to be effective. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing I would say um, is hot, cold showers are the best. Um, doing Wim Hof method is great, but even if you're just able to like, just take, you know, a warm shower and like end it on cold, you know, like get your hair wet, get your face, you know, cold. Um, I think that's helpful. Um, the hot, cold showers, um, having light exercise on a regular basis. Um, it doesn't have to be like going to the gym necessarily, but even just, you know, having like a light jog, doing jump rope, you know, something with like that continuous bouncing type of movement. That's also why rebounders are great. Those mini like trampolines. So like jumping on that for like five minutes in the morning is great. You know, dry brushing on your full body. That's another great thing you can do. Ice rollers, gua sha, it's all helpful. Um, But at the end of the day, it just comes down to like eating healthy, you know, not eating like a lot of like packaged foods or sugary or salty foods, um, drinking enough water. That's like actually probably the number one thing is drinking, um, enough water for your body type and, um, to like accommodate like your exercise as well. Cause you have to think about like, if you're sweating, like you need to like put that water like back in your body. And then also like the quality of your water, like, is it alkaline or is it spring water? So water quality, also your air quality is important as well. Like I said, your lymphatic system is in charge of just, you know, filtering toxins through your body. So we can be so inundated with toxins in so many different ways nowadays. Like, you know, maybe it's like your apartment has mold or something, or like you live in LA and like, it's just low air quality. But yeah, that's also important. And then also like the quality of your sleep as well as, you know, like when you're asleep, that's when your body gets like the, you know, deep rest that it needs to like repair everything. So those are the main things. I always just think about movement with the lymph, Mm -hmm. like the lymph should just always be constantly like flowing. It should be like a clear, like a river just flowing. So crystal clear. So if you just think about like exercising, drinking water, sleeping, peeing enough, um, pooping enough, having like regular bowel movements, and then also like uh, considering your spleen health as well. 
Like I said, spleen is a part of the lymphatic system. Lean in traditional Chinese medicine is connected with um, the emotions of overthinking or over worrying. Um, so it's important not to get like caught up in that like um, loop of <laughs> overthinking and stuff. Um, I notice a lot of times people who do have like lymph problems will kind of be stuck in those like patterns a lot. Um, and then there's also like different herbs you can take to help support um, your lymphatic system. And it's nothing crazy. Um, there's like milk thistle is a good one. You can drink that like in a tea or take it in a tincture. Calendula is super gentle. Um, there's also cat's claw. That one's like a little bit more, like um, a little bit stronger. Um, but so those are some of the main things, just mm -hmm. making sure you're drinking enough water, exercising, hot, cold showers, sleeping, all that. Mm -hmm. So going back to the spleen, are there any other like symptoms for somebody signs or somebody's like, is it my, is my spleen? Like, how would you know if your spleen is off? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't have an answer for that. I just, I don't know. Some, some of these Google things it. just kind of like come intuitively. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe an acupuncturist, they'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I'm the same way. It's like, how do, how do I know that? I'm like, I don't know. I just know. <laughs> yeah, right. I just know. Well, so somebody had asked, um, how to best support detox after a, a lymphatic massage. So like, I mean, you talked about drinking water, anything else to best like support things. Yeah. Like, um, not having any caffeine or alcohol, following that is also important. Um, you don't want to have any caffeine because as you know, caffeine is a stimulant and it's like in, you know, a lymphatic, um, massage, it's like, we spend so much time encouraging the relaxation of your central nervous system, um, encouraging your parasympathetic system. So that's why I say no caffeine afterwards. Um, and then no alcohol, because obviously alcohol is a toxin. We've just moved all these toxins around. We don't want to put more toxins into your body. <laughs> and it sounds like this stuff would be common sense, but it's surprisingly not. <laughs> so, um, that's why I just bring that stuff up. Um, because we've, we've normalized poisoning ourselves as the way that we socialize in this society. <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> Yeah. Just, just how I feel. I know. I don't even see clients on Fridays anymore. Cause I'm like, I don't get, like, if you're going to go out and drink, like, it's just not like, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, I think we don't, people don't connect that. Um, okay. So no alcohol, no caffeine, yeah, drinking lots um, of water, anything else? Light Big? exercise. Um, it's pretty, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Um, the lymphatic system is just like, it's, it's so simple. You know, mm -hmm. like it's almost like it's overcomplicated, but it's like it's it's simple. It's just yeah, drinking water. Yeah. Well, okay. some someone also, um, I'm just looking at what people had sent in. Yeah. Are lymphatic drainage massages for anybody, not just post op? How how do lymphatic drainage massages benefit pregnancy? Any thoughts on those? So for pregnancy you know, you can get like super puffy because you have twice the amount of like bodily fluids happening <laughs> in your body, <laughs> just yeah. like with your blood volume, like doubling and everything, um, and your lymph and all that. So it can be great, um, for, you know, depuffing, like I said, um, 
because a lot of times like pregnant women, like I know this was an issue for me when I was pregnant. I just felt like my face was just like so big. Like I had gained yeah. weight, but I was like, I didn't gain that much. Like my face looked so big. Um, so it's helpful for pregnant women in that regard. Um, it's not like contraindicated for any reason, um, for pregnant women, um, or in general, even the only like main contraindications would be like, if somebody has like some sort of, um, serious, like heart, um, arrhythmia or palpitations, like irregularities of the heart, because it is increasing circulation in the body. So if somebody has like a weak heart or something, it's going to cause a strain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your other question was, um, are they for anybody, which you kind of answered? Yeah, 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 exactly. Anybody can benefit from it. Um, like I've mentioned, it's, you know, detoxing. Um, and I feel like we're just always like being, you know, inundated with toxins, like even through like our personal care products, like that was something I forgot to mention earlier is, um, that's also why like using clean, non-toxic, um, personal care, like hair care, skin care, you know, all that is so important because, um, you know, our skin is our body's largest organ and it's number one function, um, is to absorb. So it's going to absorb that Tresemme, you know, um, conditioner and all of those, um, chemicals and everything. And that's partly what, um, can like inundate your lymphatic system is just the toxicity from, you know, using like a bath and body works lotion. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to get back to products, but it, it, how, like, can somebody overdo, cause it is detox, but also we have, we have so many toxins all around. Like, can somebody overdo it with lymphatic? Training or no, like you can get it like even if you want it you could do it like every day like okay. yeah there's no it's not going to harm you in any sort of way mm-hmm. um it's not going to put like a strain or stress on your body um it's just like can you ever like drink enough water you know like most of the time you can't but there is like a certain point where like you can drink so much water that you like over dehy- you dehydrate yeah. but um for the most part like it's not um ever like a de- going to be detrimental to your health to yeah. have too much lymphatic drainage <laughs> okay yeah i mean i just know for me like i got so from with my history with lime and mold like I was so puffy and it wasn't until I started doing like lymphatic massages that stuff just moved and my entire body looked different. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't realize, like I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, I I don't think it's extra weight. I think you need some lymphatic support. Like I think the fluid can just rearrange and it happens for a lot of people, you know? So if anybody's, you know, listening and dealing with that inflammation, like maybe some more lymphatic support, but I want to get into products. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. Okay. So uh, we had some people send in like, what's the minimalist skincare routine? Like what are the most important things to have to use? Okay. So obviously, you know, I'm very holistic. So um, I'm a little alternative. So like bare minimum, I would say is just having a cleanser and an oil. Like that's like the bare minimum, um, that I feel like everybody should have. So why an oil over a moisturizer? I personally prefer oils because moisturizers are aqueous. They're water-based 
And if you think about it, like our skin naturally produces oil. So using an oil on your skin, it's like, it just kind of speaks the same language as your Mm -hmm. skin. Whereas um, a moisturizer, like I said, it's water-based. It'll just kind of sit on top of the skin. It doesn't actually like penetrate into the skin. So that's why I personally prefer oil. Um, and then an oil can also be used as like an oil cleanser too, um, or it can be used as a moisturizer. Um, and then, yeah, just having like a good basic cleanser that's ideal for your skin type. Um, that's like the most basic. Um, I know some people would say sunscreen, but I feel like unless you're in the sun for like more than an hour or something, you really don't need it because most of us are vitamin D deficient. Um, and so even if you're just like driving in your car for like 30 minutes, like that's pretty much like, that's what you need is like that that way. (laughs) Um, and yeah, for the most part, most of us aren't, you know, spending eight hours in the sun all day. I, I agree. I think there's an overdoing of the sunscreen. Like there's some common sense with it. Like, you know, when you're going to be out and could burn. But like, uh, I was just having this conversation with one of my friends last weekend. Cause she's just like slathering on her sunscreen and like OCD about the sunscreen. I'm like, first of all, what's in the sunscreen, (laughs) but I think you're going to be okay. Like when we go outside for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. I think it's just been like so drilled into people like you need your sunscreen, you know, but then it's also like, if you think about it, like most chemical sunscreens, like it, um, it, it's not effective after like an hour. So like, are you going to be like reapplying that? Like every, (laughs) people are not. Okay. Well back to the oils. So like, I think there are a lot of different types of oils. Uh, do you have favorites? Is it different? for skin type. Like I think the oil world is kind of scary for people because there's so many options. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand what you mean. Cause yeah, I feel like navigating as a consumer, it's like, there's just so many options, so many oils and like so much like uh, marketing and branding, you know, it's like, which one do I go with? So um, for the most part, everybody can benefit from using jojoba oil. Jojoba oil very closely mimics our skin's natural oils. Um, so that's pretty much great across the board for all skin types. Um, if you are more on the dry side or have more mature skin, um, a squalene or olive oil is great. Um, it's a little bit more fatty in its content. Um, so it'll be like more hydrating. And then if you have, um, oily skin, um, a thinner oil would be, um, ideal. I would say maybe like a rose hip oil, just like using a, a little bit, um, And those are kind of like the three, like, those are like some pretty common oils that you can find, Mm -hmm. you know, anywhere you can even like use your like olive oil from the kitchen, honestly, if it's like organic (laughs) and cold pressed, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, you know what I will say is I, I think people have a hard time knowing their skin type. Like I thought I knew my skin type, but apparently I was wrong. (laughs) Apparently I was wrong. Like I thought my skin was, uh, really oily and it's like actually really dry. Like I don't get it. <laughs> I know. Right. It's confusing. And it's funny. Cause I even put that on my intake form. I put a question like, 
what do you think your skin type is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so a lot of times I'll tell people to like, oh, this is your skin type, but like a basic rule of thumb for like determining what like your skin type is, is like looking at your pore size and quality. So like for you, for example, you have dry skin and like your pores are really tiny, like they're kind of hard to see almost. And so that's like a, um, a generic quality of dry skin is like having really tiny little pores. I don't, how would I, like, I think my pores are big. I don't have good comparison. Well, yeah, maybe I guess you don't have good comparison, but like, I see so many faces yeah. only trust me, you have small pores. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> and then like somebody who has like oily skin, they'll have like really like enlarged pores. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who has normal skin, like their pores are just like normal. So, well, you know what I'll say if anybody's struggling to figure it out, cause this is what helped me was taking time off of all products to try and get things to even out. Cause I think I thought, I think with all the products I was using, it was making me think my skin was, was different than it was. And then once I kind of stopped my products and let it even out, then I realized, Oh, it's dry. Like um, definitely because I was overusing my, my acids. Yeah. I'm a fan of this approach because you kind of have to like take away all. That's why I say even just like the most minimal routine, just a cleanser and an oil, like Mm -hmm. that's all, all you need. Like, cause sometimes we'll just like, um, get into a habit of like overusing or like soon, like we have like all these products and we're like, I don't even know what any of this is for. Like, I'm just like doing this. Oh, totally. Like, (laughs) well, can we talk about acids? Yeah. Uh, like, so who, who is that ideal for? And then and there are all different types. So yeah. favorite types, let's get into acids. Okay. Um, so I'll kind of go over like some of like the basic or generic ones that we hear a lot about. Salicylic acid is probably the most common one that we all hear about. And it's mostly used for acne. Um, it's a derivative of willow bark. So it's kind of like aspirin. It's like an anti, it's like a antihistamine. Um, so it'll help with inflammation in that regard. But also I feel like um, after a certain point of using it so repetitively, it's just like if you take aspirin all the time, like you don't like feel like the effects of it. So same, th- same thing in regards to our skin, um, our skin can kind of get a little bit desensitized to using salicylic acid so frequently. Um, but that one's most commonly used for, um, for acne. And then there's, um, lactic acid, which is, um, a lactose derivative, um, that is super helpful for, um, like brightening, um, skin tone, hyperpigmentation, um, that is actually my favorite for acne um, because it's because of its ability to retexturize. Um, I noticed that with salicylic acid, sometimes like it'll like the skin will still be a little bit like inflamed. Um, and so I like the lactic acid because I feel like it actually helps um, the inflammation. And then let's see, there's um, hyaluronic acid, which actually isn't like an acid, but sometimes people think it is. It's um, just a concentrate of water, basically. It helps prevent um, trans epidermal water loss, which is like when your skin, when you like go outside and like you get um, dry because of like the environmental factors. Um, 
So there's that, um, there's mandelic acid, which people love to talk about again for acne, glycolic acid is great for like anti-aging for, um, fine lines, wrinkles, um, skin texture. I can't think if I'm like missing out on anything else. And that's just kind of like a brief, like overview. Cause you know, like most of the things I use, like everything's all non-toxic and super clean ingredients. So like nothing like has super strong, yeah. like, um, properties like that. Um, Cause like, even like the main line that I use Laurel, like it's all like herbs, you know, and oils. So, um, yeah. kind of like a, does that like answer your question about Yeah, like- totally. I think it's just really overwhelming for the consumer who doesn't know how to navigate, uh, you know, even just like moisturizer versus oil, which, which oil cleanser, there's all these different cleansers. And then all these acids like glycolic, mandelic, it's like, Whoa, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think, I think that's helpful. So like, I guess my question is if the, cause you mentioned a lactic acid in a cleanser and I always feel like, like, does that actually work? Because in my head, I always think if I like cleansing my face and just washing it off, am I thinking about that wrong? <laughs> like, like I always think if it's an acid, I want it like sitting on my face. I mean, I never like considered it like in that sense, but that like coming back to like, when you asked me about my favorite product recently, yeah the lactic acid from agent Nature because they say they're like, you can leave it on for 10 minutes. Like, as oh, a okay. I love that. You can go a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's still, you're still getting the benefits, you know, okay. from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would just think like I'm washing this off. My it's face. just like, like you wash your hair, you know, like yeah, you wash your hair and it's only in your hair for like two minutes. Like that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So last thing I want to get to is acne. Uh, cause I'm just really curious about your perspective on this and you're the one who called out like, cause I was breaking out and you're like, Oh, that looks like candida. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how did you know it was candida? Are there any other indicators? Like if people are having acne, uh, certain locations that are telling you something like, what can we give people around if they're breaking out? Yeah. So I knew with you, it was candida because I have just seen this so many times before, not with you, but like with clients in general to where it's like, I just like have like this, like sixth sense now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and it was just like the quality of the breakouts, like how it was like tiny little, like white heads, you know, like when you like pull the skin up, like you could just like see like the little dots and stuff and like the redness and like how it was just like everything you were trying, like nothing was working, you know? And so, um, around the mouth that is indicative of like gut, um, issues. So that's, that's how I knew that. Um, and then another like common areas I see is like, um, around the jawline, like underneath the jawline, that'll be like deep hormonal issues. Um, like when it's like, um, like large cystic acne, um, So I will often recommend for clients that are dealing with that type of acne to like go get their hormones checked out. Um, Obviously, like I'm not like a health professional, so I can't like diagnose anything, but these are just things I see like recurring over and over. So I'm like, I'm not going to diagnose obviously, but like you probably- Correlations. Yes, exactly. Um, Another thing I'll see a lot too is like in between the brows, um, that's liver- um, liver stagnation. Um, and that, that can be like, 
um, liver stuff can be like from too many fats or something, which I think you were talking about, like with the avocado. So yeah. makes sense. Um, I'm still grieving that loss <laughs> no, but for everybody listening. So I told, was this, yeah, this is two days ago, but I, my, my spirit guides told me to cut out avocado, avocado. And I was like, this can't be it. And I cut out avocado. My, my breakout stopped. Uh, it's just upsetting me, but yeah. Sad. I know avocado is so, so sad. Good. So sad. <laughs> okay. So liver fats. Yeah. Um, sometimes like when it's like all over the forehead, um, that'll again, sometimes be hormonal issues or that can be, um, like too much dairy, um, cheeks, um, that will be like some internal inflammation, like in your gut. Um, uh, like I have like scarring from like having acne there. Um, and it's from like having years of like digestive issues and like not knowing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, a lot of times though, um, what it comes down to is some sort of internal heat or inflammation because then our skin is doing the same. It's mirroring heat mm-hmm. and, and inflammation. Um, so, uh, I suggest, you know, cutting out inflammatories, uh, you know, like whatever is inflaming you, like, uh, dairy, sugar, gluten, um, sometimes meat for some people, it just depends. Um, and then kind of like reintegrating things back in or, you know, working with a nutritionist or something is great or, um, you know, uh, getting your hormones checked or working with an acupuncturist. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I tell people all the time too, I'm like, I'm not going to be like the one to like solve all your skin issues. Like I will, you know, help you as much as I can. And I will point you in the right direction. And I will show you like what's worked for me, but ultimately like, it's up to you in like your ability to heal yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like showing you that you have that ability within you. Um, like I had, um, a client who she had like a severe, um, case of acne, and, um, we just went over like all of the basics. I'm going to pull up a picture to show you. And, um, like she started like exercising and, you know, she started having like regular bowel movements and, um, she was like working on her anxiety. She was like meditating and like, she cut out gluten and all these things. And okay, this is a really old picture, but wow, that's yeah. incredible. Isn't that crazy? It's, yeah. And if anyone's watching the video, you can see, or, uh, it's on Mo's Instagram. Yeah. So, and that was after only like a couple sessions that was just wow. her doing the homework, you know? Yeah. yeah. Healthy yeah. lifestyle. So it really, it depends, you know, um, acne can be, um, like a result of so many different things, but, um, I notice like people, will start to kind of like get down on themselves about it sometimes. And like, I try to remind people that it's like your skin, your body is doing what it's supposed to do. Like it's, it's communicating with you. It's telling you that there is a deeper issue going on. It's screaming at you for attention, you know? So like, take it as that sign of communication. Don't think like, oh, I don't know why my skin isn't acting right. Or like, you know, it's not like mirroring, you know, like my 
actual beauty, you know, that I feel internally. So, um, that's like what I try to emphasize to people is like, your body is just trying to communicate with you. It's not going to be for forever. Like I totally understand what it's like. Like I had acne too, um, where it was just like cystic. It was all over my cheeks. Like my face would literally be throbbing. Like I would wake up in the morning and be like, Oh my God, it's still there, you know? And I wouldn't even want to like leave my house like without makeup on because it was just that bad. So like, I, it's not like I haven't experienced acne, you know, cause sometimes we're like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's pretty like, you know, she's never had to deal with acne, but it's like, I totally understand the struggle and just being like self-conscious, like, Oh, I don't want my boyfriend to see me without makeup or whatever, you know? Um, but that's ultimately what it comes down to is our body is just trying to communicate with us. So, um, take that as a cue to, you know, get your hormones checked or like reevaluate your diet or, um, manage your stress or anxiety levels as best as you can. Um, and, you know, kind of figure out what's right for you. Yeah. And support the lymphatic system. Because I think also for me, it's like, I was doing all these different gut protocols and I was never I was never focusing on drainage or my lymphatic system. So it was just recirculating. And that was why my skin was breaking out for a good period of time. It was like trying to get stuff out. Uh, And so if you're like giving some movement, then Mm -hmm. some of the, you know, it helps the acne as well. Right. For many people. And it's coming back to the fact that our skin is also our body's largest organ. And so if we're not, if our lymphatic system isn't like working optimally, if it's not able to like drain the toxins, then it will just release it through the skin, you know, cause the skin is a two-way street. It, you know, absorbs, but it also purges too. So that could very well be like, you know, why that was like an issue for you too, is because your lymph was just like recirculating all this toxicity. And then once you like addressed your lymph, then like you noticed a difference. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, for you, what, what were the diet or lifestyle or whatever changes you made that helped with, with your acne? Yeah. Um, I think it was a diet. I didn't know or realize, like I had all these issues with my stomach, (laughs) like my Chiron is in Virgo. So I have like a (laughs) lot of digestive issues. (laughs) And also, you know, like with being, you know, like, um, just sensitive. Like we are to the energies. Like I didn't realize I was like taking on all of this and I was just holding it like in my, like anxiety in my stomach or, you know? Um, and so it was when I like really changed my diet. Cause I was eating gluten. Like I was eating bread my whole life. I didn't know it's not normal to like not be bloated after eating. Um, or like eating soy, there was like a point where like I was vegan, I was eating like tofu all the time. I didn't know it was like causing all these issues for me. Um, so it was really like diet stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also like, just kind of too like open psychically to all the energies to where I was like carrying around all of this stuff that like, wasn't mine. I mean, granted, we all kind of do that but it was like on another level. Like I would just be like standing in line somewhere. And then I would just like feel this person's energy behind me. Like, and I'm just like tight and tense and I'm like holding in my stomach. Cause I'm always bloated, you know, just like always like having these, um, issues with my stomach. So, um, that was, uh, one of the key things for me. And, um, also, uh, like you mentioned, like I stopped using a bunch of products at a certain point. Um, and, 
I felt like the salicylic acids and stuff were just kind of like making my acne worse. Um, so also just taking away all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. My Chiron's also in Virgo. So you just really? like it made sense to me. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. Uh, so look, I just got another tidbit. <laughs> Virgo. Yeah, no, really though. It's like Virgo placements always have, you know, cause Virgo rules the intestines and I swear Virgo placements always have like gut issues. And then especially like Chiron, that's your wounded healer, you know, yeah. so it's like what you can heal for other people, but you struggle with healing for yourself. Mm-hmm. So tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Well, and this, I'm so glad you brought that up about the psychic thing, because that took me a really long time to realize that so much of, so many of my digestive issues, I had the same thing with like Mm -hmm. the the bread and the gluten and all of that. But even after cleaning everything up, I was still having problems. And it took me a long time to realize so much of it was all of the information and energy I was storing. And even for me, like if I have too many clients, I get gut issues because I like, I just store all of the energy right there. And it's a really common thing for intuitives. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to a lot of like my clients who go through psychic development training around this, around like, this is a reason why a lot of intuitives have gut issues. And a lot of them put on a lot of weight because mm-hmm. we're just storing all of the energy for people, uh, right there. Like, that's why protection is so important and clearing out the energy. And uh, well, I think it's yeah. something people don't realize. Definitely. And if you think about it, like weight gain is like literally like putting a protective layer around yourself too. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like when I started to kind of like pay attention to, and like, you know, had like my psychic mentor and just like got all into this whole world. I was like, oh my God, like, just like you said, just carrying around all this stuff, um, and not like protecting myself. Um, and like, also having like a level of like frustration almost of like, like why can't like I go do like regular things like my friends do, you know, like go be in a crowd or something or like go to like a festival or something like that. And um, I would just get so like psychically drained because it was like all my like cords were just like out and flapping around and like just open and like holes in my aura. It was just like, I was a mess. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Well, so what are, are there any simple practices you do that help you with that? Because, uh, this comes up a lot in my community. And I mean, you're, I mean, you're touching people all day, right? There's like a lot of energy exchange. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have like my whole like protocol for like in between clients, basically of like what I'll do to just kind of like make sure I clear the energy in here, but then also like clear my energy, like I'll open the windows, I'll burn some sage or Palo Santo. If I don't have the ability to spray something, uh, or sorry, burn something, then I'll spray something, um, like something with like Florida water or like frankincense, um, or witch hazel. Those are great for clearing. Um, so I'll do something like that. Um, I will wave my table with, um, I have a selenite wand. Um, my table also has an amethyst mat on it. So I, I try to make sure that my, um, crystals aren't picking up on anybody else's stuff. Um, and then I'll just make sure like in between each person, I'll just kind of do like a little, it depends on how much time I have or how diligent I am. I'll try to do like a little grounding in between each person, just kind of like grounding to the earth's core. Um, and then also just like connecting to the ethers, like connecting like my crown chakra, like to the sun. Um, that's kind of like what I do for like my, like, like quick little alignment, 
Um, and then also like when I'm actually in a session with a client and we're talking or something, I just try to be very mindful of like keeping my center. And, you know, like if somebody's telling me like a sad story or something, I'm able to just kind of like listen and empathize with them, but not like take it on as my own, because I think that's something I used to do a lot. Um, and so those are some things that I'll do. And then I try to like take baths, like maybe like every other day or something, you know, like we mentioned, like I'm all water. So it's really great for me to like connect with my element, um, and just clear all of that. And, um, so I'll put like, um, Himalayan salt in my baths. That's great for clearing the energy. Um, like even in my sessions, like I have my gua sha stones, like set out on, um, like a, a little um, tray of Himalayan salt as well to make sure my stones don't pick up on anybody's energy too. Um, and ultimately I'll just kind of like, sometimes I'll just like say a little prayer or I'll just like remind myself like um, during a session or after a session, like, okay, what's mine is mine. What's theirs is theirs. And that's always pretty helpful. But I think sometimes too, because I like take on people's stuff, that's almost why people like coming to me <laughs> because yeah. afterwards they're like, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much better. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so it's been like one of my challenges, um, to like, make sure that I'm transmuting, um, that energy, um, or not carrying that around with me. Like another, like, um, meditation, like visualization I'll do is like, I'll take whatever energy, you know, they're, they brought in and I'll just like, I'll pump it up into like a little like balloon, like a heart-shaped balloon. And then like, I'll pop it. And then I love that. Yeah. So I'll do little things like that. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that, how it's like, sometimes people pay because they just, they just want to be in the energy, you know? They just like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't even know like why they're like there. They're like, I just, I saw you online and I just like want to be in your Aura, like. Yeah. I mean, what a compliment, what a compliment, yeah, you know? Definitely. Uh, so <laughs> I love it. No, that's all super helpful. And I know there are a lot of different types of practitioners in the audience and that's something people ask about all the time. And I have all my stuff, but it's always nice to hear what other people do because it really does. And I think especially now more than ever before, it's really affecting people's physical bodies. Like our physical bodies are really showing like, whoa, this is where you're holding energy for other people. Well, so. especially with all that's going on, just like in the collective right now mm -hmm. too, like people who don't realize that they're sensitive are, you know, tapping into the collective energy and they're like, what is going on? I know, I know. But, you know, you and I, we got our protection. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're in our own little bubbles. We're like, all right, the politics, they'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I, I like the bubble. <laughs> I'll stay in the bubble. Yeah. Oh no, my gosh. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, I could talk to you forever, but you know, I'm sure right? that people are on uh, overload. I know people are taking notes right now. So, and I'm sure people are going to want to connect with you further uh, and just learn more. So can you remind everyone where they can find more from you? Yeah. Um, so you can find um, more information about me through my website www.healbygoddess.co um, or you can also find me on Instagram at healbygoddess 
Um, and I also have like a Facebook page and a Twitter, same thing. Um, and that's pretty much like, I would say like the Instagram is like, that's the hub. That's where okay. I want to go. Perfect. Awesome. But yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I had some, I hope you were able to like get through all the questions. We the, did. Yeah. It, we did. It was so perfect. It was so perfect. So thank you so much for coming on. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you again for having me. And yeah, I'm not as uh, nervous as I was when we started. <laughs> <laughs> Huge thank you to Mo for coming on the podcast and sharing so much incredible knowledge. If you want to learn more from her, you can find her on Instagram at heal.thygoddess and on her website, healthygoddess.co. Those links will be in the show notes. And if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and share it to social media, tag me, tag Mo. That way we can see that you're listening and enjoying. And I just always appreciate those shares so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of that support and helping us continue to grow our community. And if there's someone in your life who maybe has been having questions around lymphatic drainage or interested in holistic skincare, or you think would find this interesting for any reason, be sure to send them the link so they can tune in as well. That is going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.